Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Content Lounge Podcast. Seven places you're wasting your time and energy in your business right now. And I am so flippin' happy that you're here. Let me just tell you that. I do want to remind you, before we dive right in, that you can still win an entire month of one-on-one coaching with me where we can make big waves in your business and create a content strategy that's actually going to attract you lots and lots of paying clients. To get in on this, all you have to do is leave me a five-star review. Obviously, only do this if you love this podcast. Preferably on Apple, send me a screenshot DM it to me, tag me on Instagram stories, both works. And I will announce the winner of the one-on-one coaching and anyone who won access to one of my offers or the entire offer suite very, very soon. Now let's talk about places where you're wasting time and energy in your business right now. Now, when I started my journey, story time, I was looking at coaches who were further ahead in their journey and I was looking at them and I was like holy moly how in the world can they produce a YouTube video every week to podcast episodes every week post every single day to Instagram to Instagram stories maybe they also have a Facebook group and they're doing master classes how are they doing that and The key here is that they're extremely mindful of how they spend their time and energy. You only have so much energy in the day from waking up to going to sleep that you can use. And when you're out of energy, for example, then you might find yourself procrastinating, scrolling mindlessly on Instagram because you don't have the energy, the actual physical and mental force to get stuff done anymore. So it's very important that you find these energy and mental leaks and stuff them so that you can show up fully for your business. Now, I'm going to give you seven seven places that I found were some of my biggest energy leaks. And you can work these off. There's also a download in the Content Launch Podcast resource library, right? So contentlaunchpodcast.com. There's the resource library. Simply put your email address and gives you an access to Kajabi. There are all the downloads for each episode. And I really want you to check yourself which of these which of these leaks you have, and I want you to take action and stuff them because you cannot afford when you're building a business to constantly be leaking energy or wasting your time. Number one, creating content that doesn't have anything to do with what you sell or that doesn't sell. 
Anything you produce for your business should grow your business, aka put more money in the bank. Now, that may be by attracting more targeted followers or converting those people who are already with you and turn strangers into paying clients. This was a gigantic, gigantic energy leak for me in my first business. Like, you guys cannot imagine. I was creating all this content that didn't actually sell my product. Like, yeah, the photos were nice. I had a women's activewear brand. The photos were nice and they were on topic and on brand, obviously. But all the captions I wrote, completely pointless. And then even worse, <laughs> to add insult to the injury, I outsourced the whole thing after six, seven months. A social media manager had reached out to me and she was very nice. And I was like, oh, thank you. God, I hate doing social media. I'm going to outsource it so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I did. And she didn't know how to sell either, to be honest. So she filled my account with beautiful photos of my products. But in terms of like copy and Instagram stories, there was pretty much nothing there that was selling. So that was a gigantic energy leak um, and time leak and money leak actual physical money. Um, I think over the two and a half years, I spent over $15,000. And also, of course, the time where I didn't sell any products, unless I was selling them in person, of course. Um, but I, my online store was basically dead for almost two years. And creating content that doesn't have anything to do with your with what you sell or that doesn't convert gigantic energy like actually the number one thing that if your content isn't converting right now get yourself a content coach ASAP it can be me can be someone else just make sure they know what they're teaching okay gigantic time and energy like Anything that you produce for your business could be, for example, fun or entertaining content that still resonates with your ideal clients, but it should be relevant to what it is that you're doing or selling. Educational, um, because people follow you in order to get something out of it that may be a good laugh, that may be learning something that helps them lead a better life, or personal, but when you tell your personal story, make sure it is relevant to your audience. So always don't just ramble on about how much you love your husband or how much your doggy made you smile today. That's great. But draw a lesson, draw a conclusion that's actually relevant to your audience. The next leak, allowing fear and insecurity to take over your content creation process, meaning overthinking every single word, perfectionism, and then never posting it because you're constantly comparing yourself, you're second guessing, you're wondering if it's good enough, whether it's going to actually help you grow your business, comparing your content to, I don't know, Coach Betsy or designer Nancy or, I don't know, product business owner Jane. And they're doing everything so incredibly well and they're amazing and having that kind of what I call content envy, gigantic energy lake. You can look for examples. I'm not against it, um, but you should not be copying. And then also it should not let you stop from putting stuff out there. Right. And if you are constantly second guessing yourself and you're very, very insecure in the process of creating content because you haven't really done it and you're wondering, well, am I doing it right? No big deal. Buy, get yourself some prompts at the very least. 
right? And if not that, then actually go get yourself a, a copywriting or a content creation system. One of those is Addictive Caption Blueprint. Makes it easy for you to show up and you have something to hold on to as you practice, right? But there are lots and lots of content creators out there who share their own individual approach to content creation, follow them, learn from them, see which one you vibe with the most, and go get yourself a system because you cannot allow yourself to procrastinate on content creation because you fear a lot of fear and insecurity in the process. Leak number three, worrying about what your audience or other people are thinking. Now, let me just say this. I am somewhat of a people pleaser. I definitely want people around me to be happy. If there are people that I care about, then I really take their words to my heart. But you cannot, I repeat, you cannot constantly be worrying about whether your people are tired of your offers, if you're selling too much, whether they like you, whether they will agree with you, whether they will judge you, whether they'll be annoyed if you pitch again. Yeah. <laughs> stop feeling bad talking about your business on the account that you created for your business, okay? If they don't like it, they can leave. There's an unfollow button for a reason. And it's no problem if people unfollow you. That doesn't mean they hate you. It simply means that they're not your ideal clients and you don't want those people on your account anyways. So every time someone unfollows, I actually get into the mindset of like, hallelujah, they're making space for someone who's a perfect fit, who can't wait to work with me and who will love everything that I do and teach because they get a lot out of it, right? So instead of worrying when you see your follower number go down, instead of worrying about, uh, are people gonna not liking me anymore? No one's resonating, okay? There are two things that you can do. Number one, please envision how many people are actually following you. 30 people, that's a whole classroom full of people. 100 people, that's like an entire, an, an entire big restaurant. 250, 300 people, that's an entire aircraft, fully booked, 100%. All of those people listening, choosing to listen to you with ears and eyes wide open, okay? 8,000, 5,000 people, that's a huge hall. That's like a convention center. So get clear on how many people are actually really like choosing to listen to you, believe in you, and love you wholeheartedly. And then number two, get into the practice that every time someone unfollows you, you're, you say to yourself, hallelujah, someone is making space for a more ideal client to come in. Someone who's going to love everything I have to say someone who's easy to work with, and someone who takes action and isn't a procrastinator. So every time you do see someone unfollowed you, just thank that person and say, thank you for leaving and making space for someone else who is a better fit. Now, that said, I also want to get specific on another big energy lake, Worrying what your clients or former clients are thinking of you. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say a former client unfollows you. That happened to me recently. And they unfollowed me. And I noticed it by accident when I was checking 
out her stories because I was curious whether she had launched her offer. And I was like, oh, she had followed me. Now, what I don't want you to do here is to start getting into your head and making this mean all kinds of things about you. Was she not happy with my offer? Did she not learn anything? Does she hate me now? Right? When you make it mean stuff about yourself and you're taking it super personally, you're going to get into a low vibe energy. And it's very, very hard to take action out of a low vibe energy. Now, what surprised me was the next day I saw her in my notifications that she actually followed me again. And the following week after, she joined one of my intensives. What does this tell me? If I had sat there worrying about, oh my God, is she hating me? Why did she unfollow me? Yada, yada, yada. And gotten all into my head about this. I would have wasted at least one, if not two days where I basically couldn't work. I was feeling super down. Maybe I would have been snappy at my husband or my kids because this is weighing me down and I'm making all these things mean stuff about myself. Maybe imposter syndrome's kicking in, right? Versus I just took it as in like, oh, interesting. She unfollowed me. Okay. And then the next day she actually followed me again, <laughs> meaning she came back into my audience. And then after that, she joined one of my intensives. Turns out she had no problem at all with me. She was still loving me. And her VA had unfollowed me because she was like reducing followers like the people she was following. She was sorting out and weeding out the people she was following. So it actually meant absolutely nothing about me. And because I was protective about my energy, I didn't let that get into my head. And I could continue to just do what I need to do in order to grow my business instead of sitting there procrastinating, worrying about something that is not real. The fifth time an energy leak is creating offers that don't light you up or that you actually feel resistance towards. Now, this is very important if you've been in business for a hot minute, because what I find is that in the beginning, we tend to throw <laughs> everything in the cat into our offers. We're like, it's lifetime access, you get workbooks, it's basically one-on-one -on -one support for a group coaching price, right? We're like, take everything, there are bonuses and all the updates and everything, right? We throw everything in, into the offers to make them look as appealing as possible. It's called value stacking and then you can uh, strike through this beautiful number and say, actually, it's worth $7,000, but you get it for two grand, right? And what happens later as your business progresses and you grow is you develop new energetic boundaries, new boundaries and limitations around how you want to spend your time and your energy and what kind of BS you're keeping up with in terms of like refunds or clients asking for too much, right? All of that stuff happens as your business grows because you have more clients, you attract more people, more different people. Eventually, you'll run into clients who will try to take as much advantage of you or your offer as possible. And here's the thing. So you may have created an offer that you were in love with in the beginning, but you actually grow resentful of over time. And this is something that happened to me with Content Net Sales because when I launched Content Net Sales, I offered a lot, a lot of value. Like there was a Slack group for support. I would check in with people every every week where they were with their homework. I would do content reviews, one-on-one -on -one feedback. I mean, it was a lot. 
And eventually I got to this point where I was not charging an appropriate value for CTS. It was so underpriced that I actually had to make some tweaks and some changes. Okay, well, I'm only auditing content two days a week. If you don't submit it on time, then it's not going to be audited for your for the next call. Okay, someone else is man- helping me manage the Slack channel, right, to make sure that you are all engaged. But CTS was, the value was so out of proportion with the investment that I grew resentful. And it was really hard to take action on that. And I actually cut one of my launches short because I was like, I don't want to sell this offer because this program no longer suits me and it no longer feels good. So instead of getting to this point where you feel like you've outgrown your offer, it's very, very important that you make the tweaks and set the boundaries that are necessary so that you feel excited and lit up to sell it, to teach it, to talk about it, that you feel like it's the best, most incredible thing in the world. So that said, don't create offers that don't light you up, that don't feel right. Or if you have an offer that sells, but you feel some resistance, be courageous, make the changes necessary so that you get back to that lit up spot again. Okay, I don't know why I snapped, but here we go. Energy leak number six not setting and not communicating your boundaries. And this I see a lot when, especially with people who are just starting out, people who are graphic designers or service providers or online coaches or even product business owners, right? Because online it's like 24-7 support, of course. No, it's not. You totally, totally get to set boundaries. It's key, to protect your energy and stay excited about your business, right? You don't want to have clients calling you at three in the morning because they want a refund or something. Like that's that's insanity, right? So you need to create boundaries and then you need to communicate those boundaries. For example, in my intensives or self-study offers, there is no one-on-one support for me. You can engage in the Facebook group. You can get support and feedback from the other ladies. Once a week, there's Team Content Lounge in the Facebook group answering some stuff. But my one-on-one energy is completely reserved to my high-level clients, like my mastermind or one-on-one clients, because I respect and value their investment. And because the investment level is more of an appropriate reflection of my time and energy and mental space. And it's important that I reserve that energy for the people who invested appropriately and that I honor that investment by being protective around it. And if you have programs, for example, you have a self-study online course and people are DMing you on Instagram or they're asking, can you review something? It's very important that you communicate these boundaries up front because communicating boundaries and like being very clear about them before anything happens is so much easier than later. So what does this mean? For example, if someone joins your self-study online course in the welcome email being like, hey, I'm so excited, so glad you're here. 
This is what you can expect. This is what is not included, right? So set very, very clear boundaries um, right from the get-go. You could have this in the automated welcome email. You can have this in the online program in the first lesson. You can mention that if it's a life coaching program or, for example, one of my intensives. I let people know I'm like, my My attention and my energy are here on the call. Here I can answer a couple of questions. If I see them in the chat, I will not be coming back to check what people posted in the group later. Or for example, in some intensives, I also offer if it if there is like some homework, I I offer that for one week, like I will have one exact like check in time seven days from now. If you want feedback, you can post in here. And then the last big time and energy (laughs) leak that you're creating for yourself is wanting to skip steps. And I have never in my life seen anyone succeeding faster because they skipped the fundamentals. If you don't know your niche, stop posting to Instagram. Find out who you're talking to and what you're talking about first and get really, really clear. If you don't know how to communicate and your offer and you don't know how to how to create content consistently, as in, for example, once per week, don't commit to a schedule that's five times per week because you won't be able to keep that up. If you don't know how to sell organically, please don't don't invest in ads because Selling organically is the foundation before you can pay for traffic and eyeballs. Because it doesn't matter how many people see your content, whether that's organic or paid, if it doesn't convert organically, you won't convert with paid traffic either. So stop trying to skip steps. You don't need an email list. You don't need a freebie to track people onto your email list. If you can't, ma- if you haven't mastered showing up on Instagram at least two or three times a week consistently, if you are still struggling with Instagram stories, don't add a YouTube channel. Okay, so this is really really important. Stop trying to skip steps. And then here is a bonus leak. <laughs> which I I really felt like this episode, I, cu- I couldn't actually finish it without it. The leak is when you allow stuff to take much longer or take much more energy than necessary. So instead of outsourcing something or hiring a coach to show you how you're trying to DIY, this energy leak and time leak is so big. I wish in my first business, I had hired a coach and learned copywriting one and a half years earlier. If only I had put a couple hundred or a thousand dollars of the $20,000 that I used to produce product into actually hiring a coach, oh my God, I would have saved myself so much trouble, so many tears, so much heartache. And here's the thing, and and I really want to get get honest with you. There are a few things in business that deplete your energy as quickly as struggling. Struggling and not knowing where to turn to. So whatever it is in your business right now that you struggle with, find yourself help before you lose your mojo, before it's too late And you feel like I'm going to burn it all down to the ground. Because when you struggle and you feel overwhelmed and you don't solve this in 
a relatively short amount of time, it is the easiest way to slip into burnout and into frustration and abandon your business. In the future, I'm also going to share with you an episode about burnout and um, overwhelm in business and how to overcome it because I've been burnt out in my first business and I've seen it over and over again. I've seen it with friends who wanted to become influencers, but they never invested their time and energy and money into learning how to grow an audience, how to cultivate an audience that loves you. And instead, they struggled for a couple of years with their blog. What happened? They abandoned it. They burned it down. I have seen it countless and countless of times with my friends who owned fashion brands. And I know at least six or seven people who had phenomenal brands, incredible. They had beautiful products, quality was on point, and they all burnt it down to the ground because they struggled for so long to make sales, to grow an audience, to establish their brand to a point where it doesn't feel so difficult. And really, if you only take one thing away from this episode is that you are worthy of support, you're worthy of someone holding space for you, and completely worthy of success. So if there's anything in your business right now that is feeling overwhelming and that depletes your energy, that really makes you feel frustrated, go get yourself some help. So these were my seven plus one places where you're wasting your time and your energy in your business right now. I absolutely hope that you could recognize yourself in that list, at least somewhat, and that you've learned ways to plug these holes, right? Creating content that doesn't do anything for your business, allowing fear and insecurity to create overwhelm and perfectionism in your content creation, Worrying about what people are thinking, people you don't even know. Allowing the mental drama around your clients to take over in your head. Creating offers that don't light you up or create resentments. Not setting boundaries or communicating them and wanting to skip steps. And last but not least, not getting support when you need it and deserve it. Those are the seven plus one energy leaks oh my God, if you guys can plug all of these, that alone will catapult your business forward. Because when you're acting from a place of excitement and energy and you're feeling good because everything feels easier and you have all the time and energy and you're not constantly like scrambling, trying to fit all your work into the day and you're working late and then you procrastinate and then you feel guilty and overwhelmed and all these negative emotions if you can actually stay in those good, positive emotions, oh my God, it becomes so much easier to post to social media. It becomes so much easier to do Instagram stories. It becomes so much easier to talk about your offers and feel lit up. That is when magic happens in your business. If you can act from a place of excitement and like, I'm here and I'm ready to go. Magic, absolutely magic. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one 
and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.